0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Field of 68, Final Four edition live from Little Woodrose in Houston. Uh, Little Woodrose Edie, by the way. There's a bunch of Little Woodrose, by the way. Yeah, I was, I was confused. Yeah, I I'm was confused too. I'm not
2: lie. I needed the address.
1: I'm glad we picked this one, because this one's awesome. Uh, thank you, T.O., by the way. You're w- welcome. Who says you're just a score first guy? I would, was a pass first player. I was
2: trying not to drop my balls from the beginning while I was moving the computer <laughs> over.
1: Nobody <laughs> wants to see your balls drop, T.O. No, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's an accurate statement. Hey, we're going to have a special guest T.O. right here we go. now. T.O. Our T.O. special T.O. guest T.O. is here. I'm out. Hi. Hello. Live. Hey. We're live. This is live. Good to see you again. Hi, good to see you. Oh, God. We found her. Hi. Welcome live. It's Andrea Hurley. Andrea Hurley, Final Four Edition. Andrea, how are you? (laughs) I'm I'm good now. Lovely. You have a drink ready and waiting for you. I don't know if I told you you that. There you go. That's beautiful. Actually, cheers. Cheers. I got one with you. I drank half before you got here. I'm sorry. That's
3: okay. No, trust me. This will be on in five seconds.
4: All right. So, can we just tell the people about the... uh, uh, the trials that you had finding this place and why Dan Hurley needs to get you a driver yeah. whenever you come to events like this I know for a
3: fact that Mrs. Shcheski's not roaming the streets of the final four <laughs> I just gave homeless people all my money I I don't, I don't do I don't travel well by myself I always have like um, Kamani's girlfriend Ashley. She's oh, she does the Uber. She does this. So I'm staring at my phone. I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. How many I'm restaurants
4: more... did you go to before you finally uh, found the? Three. A uh,
3: two. <laughs> two. Two. <laughs> but I'm here. He did, he did
4: the same thing. Too, that so wasn't I, bad
3: though. Two's not bad for me. But I did walk. I did walk. Oh, like I got my steps in, so I'm good. There you go.
4: So got I wanna, the jiggies out. I want to. I want to ask you about. There was a New York Post story that came yeah. out today. Your husband mm-hmm. at the PK85 told everybody that he wears the same pair of underwear for every game because it's Lucky Underwear.
3: Yes, Does, correct. Is he
4: One, is he still doing that?
3: Yeah, yes.
4: Two, you're letting him walk around in dirty underwear? Dirty oh, no, 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 no,
3: no. No, 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 no. And you think he would? He's like a germaphobe. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what usually happens is I had this... Um, it, 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 it has been going on for years, not just recent. So I actually got this... Because um, it's the sinks in hotels gross. So I bought this bucket that you like it's a collapsible bucket so that's what i was using before and i would fill the bucket usually in the shower because you can't get it under the sink and it's a big ordeal i wash the un- it's, it's usually a shirt underwear and game day socks so i do all that but then i have to rinse it 77 he to, times he has
4: to wear all
5: the same stuff the same, the same shirt stuff, yeah same underwear For years. Same socks. Mm -hmm. Years streak.
3: Years. Years for as long as, yeah, for as long as. So it's as long
5: as he's winning, the win streak? So if it's a win streak or is it just.
3: Um, Okay, if he loses, he gives them a rest and then he'll go back.
5: Oh, so he's consistent. So he has a
1: rotation.
3: He has a a small rotation, very small. Um, thank God how, for... How long has
4: this been going... Like, how old are these
5: boxes that we're talking about?
3: Okay, are, well, are
4: these socks, like, have holes in the toes yes, and holes the, in the the, heels?
3: They, They're tired. They're tired. Now, yes. what's
5: the worst thing that he does that drives you nuts? It's got to be. Oh, how God. about his how, superstition? How
3: many things are there?
4: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, RC. Come <laughs> on, man.
3: How many things are there? Um, let me think. Um, uh, you know what? It's just the little things that he needs, and if I don't have them... It, that's what makes me nuts it's just like my game day is getting him out the door like my game day is free free game day right it's like making sure he has you know I, I'm not I, he would kill me if I went through all this shit that he does <laughs> like kill me
5: he didn't get you a driver so what do you
3: he didn't get me a driver so there you yeah,
5: yeah you should be mad with him. Dude. Yeah.
3: well this is all new for us I can't even blame him we don't, uh, who knew so I, I'll I, walk. Trust me. I'm good.
4: I, I do want to ask you about this. And it's a hmm. little deeper than talking about just Dan Hurley's underwear. Um, yeah. He is the younger brother of Bobby Hurley. Mm-hmm. He is the son of Dan Hurley. Those are, I'm sorry, the son of Bob Hurley. Right. Two of the greatest in the world at, at their specific professions. And I know what kind of weight on him, right? Not quite living up to maybe the expectation of the Hurley name, what he put on it, not what people outside put on it. Now that he's gotten to the Final Four, like, are you, what, does that, what does that mean to him? Because he's talked to us about, like, crying before every game multiple times. Oh, yeah. Being in tears.
3: Yeah. You know, I just, I don't think, I, I keep saying to him, are you enough now? Like, is this, did you get there? And he's like, no. Like, he's still, to him, is not enough. Like, I don't know. He's been doing this for so long that he feels, I think he's been chasing his family's achievements that, like, he just never felt like he was ever going to get there. And I'm just like, "You're you college job, you were the first college, I mean, that's not enough. Like, every time I say, you won your conference, is that not enough? It's like, when is it enough? And I just think that he, like I say, I, and I, I always bash, I can't stand social media, but like, it, people, it's just, it's not okay to say whatever you want. And people read that and gets in your, and these are people that I, I would punch in the face. But I like, can relate. It's just, yeah, I mean, like, who the hell are you? It, it's like, people, it's, they're just—it's okay to just run your mouth and not be.
4: Can you tell she's from
5: Jersey, by the way?
3: Oh yeah, let me tell you something. Can you
5: tell she's from Jersey? <laughs> I'm laughing I've had, I've had because my
3: share with my own. Yeah.
5: Your fans—they—they're not mad at—they're not mad at, not mad at uh, Danny right now. They're mad at me right now. So. Oh, I, they are. Yeah, Why, they're what mad would you mad at do do? Right
1: he earned it. I think that's fair I, to say. I'm he here
5: for it. it. I'm here yeah. for it. So don't worry. Um,
3: no, they're brutal. I, I just said—I
5: just said that UConn was not a blue blood, and you would have thought I cursed everybody in the in the.
3: Well, that's I was going.
5: So that they, so, oh no, you are. They're going at me right now. Oh yeah, they're, no, they're, no. I'm, I'm probably going to be number one right now. Well, so.
3: I mean, trust me. I, like I said, I, and I, it's so crazy. I just did a um, another media thing where, I mean, our fans. You, our fans are your fans. It's yes. like, and you need them, and you, you know. But it's like we have the best fans. But then there's those few Cross that are
2: line.
3: asshole. I mean, you like to curse. Yeah, yeah. yes. That yeah. are. Assholes. I like how she does it after. They're assholes.
4: assholes. I to say that.
3: Yes. <laughs> that it's just like, who the frig are you? It's like these guys are working their ass off. Yeah. It's if you're not with us, you're against us. And yeah. go go up the road to Providence. I think they needed more assholes wow. because they have tons of them. Like, I don't like that shit. These I'm are careful. like these kids, like, if you are not with us, you're against us. And it's a shame that a few of these fans, like, they oh. get to our kids, they get to they're my kids. They don't get in my kids' head.
5: Do you because mind if I borrow that from you tonight? You so can when the UConn fans me come messing with me, you're like, "Yo, take your ass to Providence to get out of take my face." Take your ass to prop Man. the road.
3: They <laughs> need are a bunch of jerk offs. So <laughs> go.
5: They, they challenge
3: you. I hate. I. There's a bar hate down the them. street. So oh, trucks no, they—they. No, they, they, have... Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you, as Providence fans. I will never go back to that place. They were, what they did to me there—grown s- men spitting, throwing beer. No, Ugh. sorry, no. Not, That'll never be our fans. Our fans aren't like that. Like our fans are just hard on the team which annoys me but a, they're not I disrespectful small, as far as like, there's
4: like people. a small minority on social on twitter on instagram that lose their mind and go nuts but just, i know
3: but like but i they're said they're the
4: most they're the loudest i gotta wrestle him but tomorrow, wait a minute yeah he's gotta he's gotta <laughs> wrestle <You laughs> i gotta <laughs> wrestle something
5: tomorrow oh, oh trust me comic. i had
3: it out with some girl in the stand she's i i shouldn't i should be in jail right now i shouldn't even <laughs> be here Because let me tell you something, I was two seconds away. You know what I do? Because when I look over and I know in my head, I don't look at Twitter. I swear you can put me on a lie detector. I will not. I don't, I don't, I don't do I don't very I do Instagram, but I know it's out there and I hear other people saying it. So when I turn around and we just dunk the ball and I see these you know, jabronis sitting in the stands, sipping on their beer and eating. Get, get up, cheer for your team. You can't wait to go home and run your mouth on social media When be behind your team. That's all I'm saying. Like, am no, I wrong? No, fair. Like, I'm sorry, like this is, these are my kids. It's always been limits. like that. Like, hey, what, not for nothing, you, you watch a movies. movie. Somebody talks shit about your family. What do you see in the movie? You get punched in the mouth. Don't expect anything different from me or anyone else, those are my kids, these are my family. So I can't be on Twitter because I'll be in a rubber room. So. But I'm saying it's a very. I'm so
5: impressed with you because Danny's not the toughest person in his own household. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, he is wow. not, not the toughest close. person no. in his household. Not even no, I'm but,
3: impressed. Hey, but you know what? Then I say, like, then I feel bad for all these amazing fans we have. It's a, you know, you can get 500 compliments. You have two shitheads. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. all you think about.
1: So I have a question on the fan base because you're sitting next to one of the craziest UConn fans in the world. Oh, am I? Know. I, see? I wouldn't knows. know. I
3: wouldn't she know. Knows. Well, I do know, but I don't know if you, like, say anything. Well, I don't know if you know this. I might be spoiling. Oh, yes. I, I
1: might be getting him a There's no wrong
5: in UConn with him.
3: Okay, good, good. Oh, oh, that's good. I get to
1: see, we're looking at a spreadsheet right here of topics for this live show we're doing, right? I get to see this spreadsheet every single day. The last three nights that I have looked at the spreadsheet, Rob Doster has put together, there's been a topic that says, Dan Hurley is the villain of college basketball. I wanted to ask you about that. He's painting your husband as a villain. I, I told him it's bullshit. It's a, I said it was nonsense. It's bullshit, <laughs> but I all, like it. First, of all, Let everybody phrasing, think first that. of all, he's phrasing it wrong. It is is—is Danny Hurley,
4: the villain of college basketball. Question it. <laughs> because we don't have one. We
3: don't well, have one. Uh, it's what five, makes him a
1: villain, though? He's I, awesome. No, because, I said he was charming. Well, you,
3: Here,
4: here's why. Because every time uh-huh. they pan the camera to him, you get this face. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Looking over the brim of his glasses. Like, he's
3: fighting he's, with every ounce of energy he has he's fighting and he will fight he doesn't give a shit what people say what people think of him those are his kids those are his team he he's trying to do something here he's not Mm -hmm. doing it for you know it's like he's going to fight if that makes him a villain and you don't like that he's winning games and you know being confident and doing the right doing it the right way then you know what he's a villain but it's so funny media i sorry I know this is media but it's funny what how they take us it's so yeah, funny because I'm like you we're, know. Gonna,
4: we're gonna rename this podcast Andrea Hurley against the world
3: <laughs> I know do you hear me like what's wrong with me I love no it. this I is love awesome I know. Have well, another drink you I know. know. What you wanna, you, it. you, you yeah. don't want to see what happens if I have another so drink.
1: I, let's you end do. on a serious note because we've thrown. I mean, I, I think a lot of this is in jest, right? We wait, all, wait. I have
3: to finish. But my media, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, of course. I'm yeah. sorry, no, 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 sorry, sorry. because we okay. Done. So now, because the media has always made him to be a villain, right? Like not even a villain, but like you know, like my son says, little my son Danny says, you know, Dad has a punchable face. Yeah, he does. He does, and his <laughs> faces and whatever else he does, whatever. But. Now, with the Final Four, it's like they need another story. So now he's going to be, oh, he's so sensitive. Like, all these stories are coming. He wears the same undies. And, you know, now he's like, oh, Danny. Hur-. Like, you just run with it. Whatever but, but they want to give so you.
5: Here's,
4: here's a real question about him. Because I, I've gotten to know him decently well off the court. And the persona that he has when he's coaching versus, like, who he is, if you're just sitting back, hanging out with him, asking him a question after the game, yeah. very sarcastic, very kind of – in Mello and mellow yeah, and like, the, yes. like, the, there's two different sides to it, right? Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. He's definitely, what people have in their head is complete opposite of how he is as a person. He's sensitive as shit. He's very in his feelings all the time. Um, cares about everyone, everything to like almost a fault. It's like he worries about what other people think of him, but more so his team, his family, his... Like, he's so... He would do anything for anyone. It's like... I mean, it sounds still... It just... It sounds like anyone would say, but it's the... It's, it's so... He's just the... Just such ai want I wouldn't... I don't... And I know that people be like, what? he's a sweet guy. Like, I, he's like my bestest friend. Like, we have, like, this relationship where he really is, like... It's just so fun to... And he keeps saying, I can't believe my best friend's a girl. Yeah, it is. Like, we're, like, <laughs> the best of friends, and we just... And that's the kind of relationship that we have, and that's the kind of person he is. So if
4: you guys are best friends, if he ends up winning the title, they cut down the nets, what will that mean to him?
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going to cry. Like, I can't even think about it. I honestly can't because that would be like – he never took his foot off the gas from the second – this is from years ago, um, like, when we were in high school, and I – you know, like I was just saying in the last meeting it's like you get so resentful as a wife that you see your he, he leaves in high school every day you wouldn't you know he puts so much time in and I would say you need to take a day off you know and he's like no I'm gonna get fired I'm gonna get fired and he rode that to this time like never I'm talking he has never ever slacked what, what do you call that slouched slouched whatever for one second never took his foot off the gas and this is why he's here so for that to happen we almost, I don't we almost even know.
4: We almost got her to cry. Almost. No,
3: I, I already cried like three times today. You
4: got. You Hurley's are
1: crier, huh? We're
3: a crier. Yeah. <laughs> There's
1: nothing wrong with that. Well,
3: uh, this morning, I wake up and I said, he's <laughs> like, we're in the final four. Like, and he's just like, stop being a girl. And then he's like, then he, I look at him and he's like, oh God, no. <laughs> oh, I'm, All sick
4: right. I'm going to the dome. Last thing, and then we'll let you get out of here and keep celebrating uh, your time in the final four. Can you give us... The, it's that, that camera right there. Can you give us the Dan Hurley mad at the ref's face?
3: No, because it's ugly. <laughs> I don't want to make ugly feasts. How about this Yeah. <laughs> no, he, I like when he does this. <laughs> you know, he does that, like, with the whole... He I just made him do last night. He
4: does another one where he puts his arms behind his back, which you got to tell him to stop to him. But when he stands that way, it makes his... He look, stick out. He doesn't look like he's an in-shape guy. Like he's not. He, he
3: is. Oh yeah. my god, he's so he works out every day. I hate it. We well, need to tell him to stop seeing him like this and sticking his
1: gut out. cuz it looks like he's got I a know. little bit of that uh
3: Listen, you're turning that, into the
1: toxic punch. UConn fans. Body Wait, shaming no. your head coach. Oh, you not know what that is? Shaming. You know what
3: that gut is? It is every time he has a win, he eats um jelly donut ice cream. Every win. Respect. Eight. Yep. jelly thing? donut ice jelly cream. Jelly donut ice That's cream. A thing? Yeah.
4: Wow. Respect. What did we have last night? It was the uh it was white chocolate raspberry bread pudding that's the, that was that was
1: good that was good Bill that, was you? good.
5: did you bring was it again did
1: you have your 2 a.m. snack come on i told you what it was <laughs> about <to> <laughs> all right well if if uconn wins the championship we will get that very ice cream how about that yeah. all four of us will agree to eat oh, okay. a cup yeah. of that ice cream we Mama, get you in bucket. all
3: right mm-hmm. no not in i don't like it <laughs> i tried it i didn't like
1: it it's <laughs> not good okay <laughs> he Understood. loves it Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was Andrea Hurley. Congratulations to you you and your entire family. Thank you so much for being here. Coming up, we're going to go live to Jeff Goodman, John Fanta, over at the stadium here in Houston. That's after the break on the Field of 68 from the Final Four. Today's episode of the
4: Field of 68 After Dark is presented by our partners over at Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's final four games. And pick them, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on underdogs' projected totals, whether it's points or rebounds or assists or all of them combined. If you're like me and you think Adama Sunogo is going to go nuts this weekend, pick higher on his points projection, pick higher on his rebounds projection, maybe throw in a lower on Matt Bradley's scoring totals, a higher on Isaiah Wong, whatever it is that you like. Put them all together, and if you hit them all, then you can win as much as 20 times your money on a single game. Underdog's Slick Mobile app is easy enough that dummies like Jeff Goodman have even figured out how to use it. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code FIELD, that's F-I-E-L-D, to get a 100% deposit match up to $100.
6: Hey, everybody from NRG Stadium in Houston, John Fanta, Jeff Goodman joining in on our Field of 68 show sponsored by that river sponsored by underdog of fantasy. We'll get back to Greg, Rob, Terrence and the crew coming up after this. But we've heard from FAU, Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. And I, I got to tell you, Jeff, Can uh,
7: I start with Andrea Hurley. Uh, yeah. Can we please react to Andrea Hurley. <laughs> I mean, she is a national treasure, John. Yes, she is. Like, I could honestly hang out. I'd much rather hang out with Andrew Hurley than Dan Hirth. Oh, well, that's that goes without saying. <laughs> I mean, I mean that goes without saying. Her stories uh, about her husband, are, I mean, I remember talking to her in, during the pandemic, and, and she was like, the pandemic needs, like, I can't have him in the house anymore. Like, he was in the house every day. Did you blame her? They'd have boxes show up. You know, they'd have boxes show up, and she would say, they had to keep the boxes out for like 72 hours. Dan wouldn't allow the boxes in the house. Then they had to be wiped out. He wiped them down like perfectly. I mean, he is just out of his mind. And and again, like imagine being Andrew Hurley and being married to that man for as long as she has.
6: She saved his life. He says it too. Yeah. <laughs> so of course she he, did. Yeah. He yeah. says it. I mean, yeah. he, she's awesome. For, those, awesome. for those who don't know, Dan Hurley at Seton Hall had a, a an up-and-down journey. He's detailed it, yep. but, look, he, he went through some adversity there.
7: She's been with him the whole, the whole way. way. The whole way. And and she gives it to him straight. That's the beauty of Andrea and Hurley. They kind of give it to each other straight, but what Dan Hurley needs, and, and he's told me this, is, is from her, like, don't BS me. Yeah. Just give it. And she doesn't know anything about basketball. That's the beauty. Says, I don't know anything. I just watch. I love the kids. And, and as she said, I mean, him on the sidelines, she, she, she says, like, he's a lunatic sometimes, but he's my lunatic.
6: Yeah. She he, provides goodie bags after each shoot-around to the kids. She is the team mom. Yes, She's the team yes, mom. Yes. She's obviously great. the 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 best anyway, wife you could ever to, ask. Yeah, I didn't mean
7: uh, to, to divert. Me. Uh,
6: well, the train was off the tracks last night, so I wasn't expecting <laughs> us to get back <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. We, you and
7: I. We made it to the stadium. You and I, man, like, we could go any which way.
6: Any which way, yeah, yeah. any which we just speaking of any which way, yeah. we just got done talking with Brian Dutcher yeah. and Jay Wright yeah. out in the hallway. Yeah. And I, I really find Brian Dutcher, the head coach of San Diego State, for, for the common fan who's just learning about these teams. Uh, I, I really found Brian Dutcher's message interesting just now because he said yeah. culture is being somewhere for 24 years. That's culture. And when I came in with coach Fisher, I believe we could get to a final four national championship, but a lot of people probably thought that was fantasy.
7: So I've been around that program for about 20 years. You know, I used to go there all the time. Uh, I was there for both Kawhi, uh, Jimmer matchups in, in the VAS center and at BYU. And, you know, you walk in and you see these guys and, and especially the staff Dutch and David Velasquez and Matt Soria and Steve Fisher and, and his son, um, Mark Fisher were here earlier today. I haven't seen him yet, but I almost get emotional because of what everything they've gone through. And again, you know, Mark Fisher, for those that don't know, was diagnosed with ALS uh, about 13 years ago. And every day that dude is smiling every Mm. day. So Dutch just said to me, he goes, how can we be down if we see him come in on every game day and he doesn't come in as many practices?
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
7: It, it, it's a sense of reality. It hits you of like, we got to be grateful because, again, uh, things can happen. And Mark Fisher's never, ever put his head down and said, why me? He just continues to fight this thing. And, man, has he fought it. Because, uh, again, I haven't seen him since I've been here, but everybody you talk to says it's the same fish. And uh, I think that kind of signifies what this program's about, the fight, the toughness. That's what San Diego State's always been about. And Dutch just told me, he said, listen, our Kawhi team was was more talented. But this team has got there because, again, they've 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 grown defensively. They weren't great early. They've gotten a lot better. And uh, it's cool to see.
6: couple of notes on San Diego State, as we're paying tribute, if you will, to the Aztecs and who they are as a program. Since 2009, they have the fifth-best record in college basketball. Since 2019, they have the third-best record in college basketball. And how about this? It's ahead of the last two national champions, yeah. Baylor and consistent. Kansas. Yeah. Last six years, 107 wins to 22 losses. And I think that that's a big takeaway from today here in Houston is, both Dutcher and then Dusty May. You just you caught up with Dusty May. Yeah. He he caught up with the press. Like they said, look, we get it. We get this whole Cinderella thing, yeah. but we don't feel that way about our programs and what we've done this year.
7: Well, I, I think it, it's different, right? Dutch said to me, Dutch, Dutch, Brian Dutcher said, um, listen, we we thought we could get here. I, I think FAU was happy. To get in the tournament, get to the Sweet 16, and now they're playing. Now they're understanding, hey, why not, right? But but when they started the year, they didn't have these these illusions of going to the Final Four. They they wanted to get to the NCAA tournament. I think San Diego State every year has thought, why not? We can get to the Final Four. That's kind of their goal every year. FAU, their goal was to get to the tournament and then take it game by game.
6: Can you please paint the picture to us out in the hallway just now of Jim Larinag on a golf cart?
7: Yeah, he almost—they almost ran me over, and uh, luckily, I think he saved my life and, and told me to move. But uh, a lot of these SIDs riding the golf carts—shouldn't—I well, mean, Scott Kieckendall from Marquette should not be driving a golf no. cart. I mean, my guess—I'm—I'm I'm told my sources say his license was taken away recently. So I don't know if they understand this, but he—he he, he shouldn't be driving a golf cart. A guy that's
6: living in Milwaukee getting his license taken away color me shot. yeah yeah there you go. color me shot. hey um, when you think about where we are right now and these four teams it has sunk in i mean we'll be honest here we're painting a picture of, of what's going on there's i, I, the I there's room. no one here
7: nobody in the media room for for fau there were i mean for their players it's there might have been 10 people might have been 10 people san diego state just now maybe 10 12 15 people i assume the yukon contingent uh will come out for miami and And obviously, they're beloved huskies um but I, I yeah it's it's different right now. it doesn't have the same juice, obviously, you had in a full uh Coach k press conference a year ago. I mean a year ago was when uh I took the microphone, and Armando Baycott gave me a big grin and said, "I've been waiting for you because we had called them soft and uh he was he was very cordial in how he did it. He had he had some fun with it, but but they don't the personalities aren't there right now either. I mean, let's face it, personalities the names of the coaches it's as much as that as anything, right? Like Brian Dutcher and Dusty May compared to you know, last year even Hubert Davis who was the first year head coach still Hubert Davis everybody knew who he was, and obviously you had Coach K on his his last hurrah.
6: You know, I, I see Jay Wright in the hallway, and I think of how familiar it's weird. A year later. A year later, and we didn't know. Nobody knew. It's funny because Dana O'Neill asked him yeah. about handling retirement, and when he got done taking that question, he went back to Mike Sheridan behind the stage and goes, she doesn't know. <laughs> Mike Sheridan's "Id She doesn't know, does she? Right. Now being on the other side… I I'm not one to to get into this space, but I watched Jay Wright walking around and I can't help but think, I think he genuinely wants to be the next, he's going to be in that number two chair in the at the national championship game. Oh, he's so
7: good. He's so good at this. And, you know, I, I've talked to Jay uh, recently and he, he loves it. And honestly, I don't, I thought he'd get back into coaching. I thought he'd be an NBA head coach in a year or two or three or whatever, and have a chance at, you know, maybe the Sixers or something happens with doc or when pop retires uh, in San Antonio. I don't think he takes it now. I think he's done league. coaching. I think he loves what he's doing. No pressure, no stress. He sees, he hears how the game's changing. All these coaches bitching and moaning and complaining to him about NIL and and the portal. I mean, this is this is the time right now. I mean, think about it. Ten years ago, Fanta, when you were. Um, a young lad. At I was Hall. in high school. You were in high ago. school. Right. You're in high school getting your ass whooped on the football field. Right. He has a left guard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was a horrible.
6: The quarterback would look in the huddle <laughs> and we're really close here so everybody can see my face. Yeah. He'd look in the huddle. He'd go to the right side of the line first yeah. and he'd go 44 on one. Then he'd look over and he's like, we better <laughs> audible. His life flashed before his eyes.
7: I'm sure. I yeah. mean, listen, I've seen you move. I've, not seen, very I've seen you move. very quick. You're not quick either. I'm a lot older than you. I've got a. I've got an excuse not to be. quick. Well, you. You clearly blind. 20s. 20s.
6: We've identified yes, you as, I, as
7: legally blind.
6: I am. <laughs> and Doster's death. <laughs> Doster's death. <laughs> How do uh, where was that going, on going with this? Where was that going? Well, I, I was with trying this? to talk ten years ago.
7: Oh, 10 years ago. The difference of I'm also my memory sucks too. Yeah, as you get true. older. I'm you losing need your it daughter all. to arrive. I'm losing it. Yeah. We need her. So ten years ago, coaches would be would be done with the season and they'd have an opportunity to kind of wind down. And, and they didn't now with the portal, it's nonstop. These guys are going right now. And Dutcher just said like, listen, right now I had to make a recruiting call today. Instead of focusing on, on the final four, he's got to hit the portal and otherwise they're in trouble for next year. Cause San Diego state has done an incredible job over the years. Of getting transfers, whether it's Pac-12 guys uh, transferring down. Now, lately, they've actually done a really good job of getting up transfers. You know, some of these guys like Micah Parish, uh, Laday. Some of these guys transferring up. They've done a great job. But but normally it was always you'd have a, a, a you know a stretch of a couple of weeks where you'd have a chance to relax. Now these coaches are are go 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 because of the portal. There's there's almost by right now there's probably been eleven hundred names. That have gone in the portal in the last 30 days. So what needs to
6: change? And I say that asking about the timeline. Like, can we push this back a week so that it's not the Monday after selection Sunday that a Brian Dutcher has to be making? Goal? Yeah, I mean so moving back a week.
7: But a lot of coaches don't want that because they want to know their roster square. But but I say just give them a shorter window to put their name in the portal. That's all. Like, but but kids are making in-home visits, you know, Kirk Rees, who was at Nebraska today. There's players going all over the country right now taking taking uh, school visits. So I, I get it. I understand it. it's not fair for anybody. It's mm-hmm. not going to be fair for any, there, A lot of these rules, again, somebody's going to complain no matter what you do. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be fair for everybody.
6: We have Brad Underwood on the show earlier. He talked about the portal. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Give me two or three coaches that you feel need to have a really good portal
7: Brad cycle. Underwood. Brad Underwood needs to have a strong portal. I mean, you know, Arkansas is going to need a strong portal again, but like Muss has done it over and over again. Uh, so I think, you know, he'll be fine. I mean, look, look at like old Miss, Chris, be- Chris Beard. He's going to need to have a strong portal. That's what he does, right? New coach inheriting a, a, a new situation. A lot of these guys are going to go portaling. And it's, it, you know, sometimes it's the game that we played the other night. You kind of retaught me, craps. Yes, right. Yes, you don't is. know what you're getting. Well, you weren't winning. No, because of you and there. you guys killed me. I ju- I might as well have just throw my money away. You should have gone on a no pass line. It would have been a good move. Oh, okay. You. Now you tell me. Yeah. Great.
6: You didn't yeah. tell me that before. I didn't. I didn't. Hey, here's my basketball question because yeah. I was thinking about this. A year from now, speaking yeah. of wagering, yeah. how much would you be willing to wager that one of Duke? Carolina, Kansas are back here. Kentucky, and I'll even add UCLA. One of those. One five of those five are, are back.
7: I would think one of them get back, but again, I mean, we're in a we're in a stretch here. Two more years of the, the extra COVID year. You know, you got to be older. Like Kentucky, I just saw their whole class at the McDonald's game. Not everybody, because Dillingham didn't play in the McDonald's game, but you know, Wagner. Um some of their other guys uh they're talented they're super talented but they're young they're young and you don't win with young guys so can you blend it like alabama blended it this year right they had four freshmen yeah, they in the did. top eight and then they had some older dudes well they're they didn't make it to the second you know second weekend they made, no, they they made, made the second, sweet, 16, sweet 16 and then 16, then lost to a group
6: that was more experienced
7: right so to me I think that's a big part of it right now is, is you can't be too young and Kentucky to me is going to be too young next year. So mm-hmm. I would say for them, I don't have confidence. Duke bringing back Proctor and you bring back a point guard. Who's a little bit older and and initially right. was, was more mature anyway, because he's played a lot of international competition. So Roach, will probably be back. Mitchell's Roach back. Roach no. Roach
6: Mitchell just right. That's what I'm saying.
7: Bad. So like Duke's got dudes back. Number one Talent, Absolutely. I mean who knows what Shire does in the portal here. Right? Like I don't want to be too young. I don't care. And this this freshman class, oh by the way, everybody trying to say like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest class in 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 college basketball history." No, no. This freshman class isn't good. They're 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 okay. They're okay, but this isn't a high-powered freshman class. And then you compound
6: that with how many high-powered seniors and fifth years right. there are right in the same time. Yes. Uh we have about 2 minutes here before no. we send it back. Are we really going to send it back? We're sending it back. Sure. How do you think things are going over there?
7: Uh, Probably not very good. I mean, honestly, if Doster's involved, probably not. I mean, luckily, Greg can host, and and Greg's teases are good. I mean, it's easy to, honestly, it's easy to out-tease Doster. That's true. Easy. That's true. Right? Well, I'll tease him on the show. Yes, yes.
6: Yes, very true. I'll tease him on the show. Yes. He can get teased at a bar. He, yeah, can, will, does, all of it coaching carousel because i'm sure that someone so i'm thinking of the the people out there who woke up and were like um is anything else going to happen on this
7: not much no, we're kind of done with the high majors for the most part other than grant mccaslin plays tonight for north texas and um he'll go to north uh, he will go to texas tech that's kind of the worst kept secret uh will you, you tweet know? that as the game ends i don't know i hate doing it right away i kind of already tweeted that it's going to happen so good I- hire yeah, good hire. I mean Grant Grant comes from the Scott Drew tree. um yeah, I, I think so. Those fans are just you know, they're lunatics. So if you don't win right away, you know that there's a lot of pressure and i I don't know Grant well enough as a as a person to know how he'll handle. I think you got to be built differently to handle that fan base mm. like beard was built differently mm. to be able to handle them, right um I, I don't Mark Adams really wasn't. You know, and I, I don't know Grant well enough to know. I thought Paul Mills would be able to handle that fan base a little bit better, but people have told me. I mean, Grant has family in the area, all that. He's a hell of a coach, a hell of a coach. I again, I just worry about anybody uh, in in Lubbock that doesn't win. That doesn't win, and and you better you better play to those NIL guys too. You know, the the money guys in, in Lubbock. Mark Adams did not do a good job working with them. And where's he going to land? Um, uh, retirement. He's done. I, I don't see anybody. Maybe junior college. He goes back. I don't know.
6: Uh, what question are you going to ask Dan Hurley this I, afternoon?
7: I don't know. I mean, I can, I can get him going. I mean, I can <laughs> get him going. I'm not sure. Um,
6: we've got a story out being honest here about his underpants that he oh hasn't changed God. them. He's got a lucky pair. Disgusting. And now his wife Disgusting. has told us that, you know, has told us all these stories about him.
7: Yeah. I mean, she can go, you You could honestly have an entire show. Maybe we should. We haven't seen the last of her. Oh, we have not seen the last of her. Can we just replace Doster with Andrea Hurley? (laughs) I mean, ratings would soar. Yes, they would. They would. She's a home run. I think we got to get Andrea to make a daily appearance on the field of 68.
6: All right, Rob, you're on the hot seat. Uh, Let's send it back to little Woodrose after these messages here on the field of 68. Thanks to producer Trevor for helping us out here from NRG Stadium.
4: You guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were just right? Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room. Vaulted is also releasing a Final Four competition called their Last Four Pool. What amounts to a hot take challenge, it has a $5,000 prize pool. Who doesn't like free money? I like free money. So if you like free money like me, then go and download the Vaulted app at the link below, sign up for your free three-month trial, and store your predictions now and forever. You know what the best part about the end of the college basketball season is? That signifies the start of spring, the start of summer, the start of hot weather, the start of late nights, the start of weekends on the water. And the best way to stay refreshed during the summer months is with Hornita's Ranch Water, a premium sparkling cocktail with a balance of freshly squeezed lime paired with smooth tequila notes. Hornita's Tequila is a 100% agave premium tequila from the lowlands of Jalisco. It's specifically from the town of Tequila. Tequila. Originating from one of the most historic distilleries, Hornitos paved the way for all future tequila brands, starting with the tequila name. An official partner of the Houston Astros, you can buy Hornitos Ranch Water in a can, or you can come to Houston's best sports bar, Little Woodrow's in Edo, and get a fresh, handmade cocktail with Hornitos Tequila. There is nothing better on a warm spring day than Hornitos Ranch Water and a Houston Astros baseball game. 68 Afternoon, fellas. It's the Field of 68 Afternoons. We are live here at Little Woodrow's in Edo in downtown Houston. Thanks to John Fanta. Thanks for Jeff Goodman uh, holding things down over at NRG Stadium. We're presented by our partners over at Bet Rivers, and we are presented by Hornita, Tequila and Jim Beam. Your greatest stories come from taking a shot, and Hornita Tequila was made for shot takers. The all-night, early morning, burn the candle at both end, move makers. T.O., you deserve a spirit that can keep up. 100% pure agave, no chasers necessary, fellows. We hustle hard with hornitos. I, I'm Rob Dosser I got Terrence Oglesby here. I got Matt McCall. We found here. somebody. We got Laval Jordan who just showed him. up. Came in. Found he just somebody out of nowhere. We think he actually just wanted a beverage, and then he looked <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, I can't. <laughs> no, do I can't. No, yeah, come I on can't. now.
2: I can't do that. He came in off the bench. Right, LaValle. LaValle, what's going on, man? Quick sub doing? in. I haven't seen you yet.
8: I just wanted to see everybody in person. Like yeah, all, all the right. virtual, yeah. exactly right. all the virtual conversations have been great. I right, wanted to come check you point. guys out.
4: Now that you saw everybody in person, what was the biggest surprise?
8: The biggest surprise is how good you and T.O. looking <laughs> in your button down and sport <laughs> coat. Right. I mean, they look good, right? You got to bring the heat. They look right? good,
9: and then Dagan no hat. I think it's the first time <laughs> I've ever seen Dagan without <laughs> a good
8: point. With out really- hat.
9: He always has
4: a hat on. That's true.
3: I do always a hat, has a hat. Time, <laughs> so that's
8: true. All
4: right, fellas, I want to ask you guys this. Here's what we're going to start off with. Randolph yesterday basically guaranteed a Miami win over UConn in the semifinals of the Final Four. We're going to roll down the list here. we got a panel of guys that know what they're talking about. Laval, I'm starting with you.
8: Do you do you agree? I can't. I can't, guarantee that. I can't, can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee that. I've been. You, I've been hitting you about Connecticut oh, yeah. all year, and they had the dip. Hey, but for just, the record,
4: he is the only guy that will entertain me when I go nuts <laughs> about Connecticut. He's the only guy that listens. He actually texts back. I will I let you bet. I don't know why you do. let you, you must vent. be Like this guy so much.
8: I think the evolution of of Connecticut is just hard to pick against. They've had both sides of the ball for the most part all year and now that they figured out what to do when people sag off of Andre Jackson um but what's interesting is they've struggled guarding really good perimeter players and Miami has a number of really good perimeter players with Pack and with Wong and with Miller and all those guys are like so they've had their issues there but you know I I just don't right now they just got so much confidence so much momentum I struggle to pick against Connecticut I think they I think they're going to get it done
4: McCall,
9: I, I, listen. I, as much as living in South Florida, I want to see an All South Florida National Championship game with Miami versus FAU. Only saying that because I live down there and it'd be great okay, buzz. That, for that's the only reason. That, why. That's to be only great buzz. Why. But <laughs> no, I, I just think, and I thought Coach Hurley's interview the other night with Fanta when he talked about the stretch they went on where they weren't playing good and they got away from their identity. And he even said in there, that's when I was going nuts, and I was yelling at officials and getting in fights with refs. But when he said we got away from our identity, they know what doesn't work. And now he got their attention on that? And I think that's why they've been boat racing teams in this NCAA tournament. They've stuck to it. They've stuck to their identity. Do I think they're going to blow out Miami? No, I don't think they're going to blow out Miami. I think it's going to be a heck of a basketball game. I'm not picking against UConn.
2: Yeah, it's going to be hard for me to pick against UConn, too. Over the past five or six years, is there a team that's played better at this point of the season? I would venture to say maybe Baylor, when they went on their run, with Scott yeah. Drew and Jared Butler and and uh, Mitchell and those guys. I would say they're 1A and 1B as far as how well they're playing. But to go along with what you said, Laval, uh, they have struggled with guards on occasion. Good guards that can create some things. That's where UConn struggled. But I think not only... Getting back to their identity, like you said, Matt, I think it also comes down to they were able to figure out that monster man defense on Andre Jackson. It, yeah, They were able to use that. I hit that. Rob
8: after they, played, they lost to Xavier, but the second half of that game, you remember this, I just said, that's going to help them in the postseason because the second half of the Xavier game, they started, they moved Andre Jackson to the four and had his role so he could screen, he could hand off, he could create for the shooters. And then they went 1-3-1 to get back in the games. Because right. they were struggling to contain Xavier Man to Man. They haven't had to whip the 1-3-1 out in the tournament because they've been dominant. Yep. But they're still there. So they had some solutions when they struggle. And I thought, man, when they need that down the stretch, they'll have it. And and it worked. They didn't win the game, but I thought it was great for their long-term you know success. Yeah.
9: I, I think that's a great point, too. Like you get to this point in time of the season, and Coach Donovan used to say this all the time you're not changing your offense, right? You're not changing what you're running. But coming out of an under-four timeout and changing your defense just to give the opposing team a different look, yeah. that can help you advance. It really can because all of a sudden now it's a 1-2 possession game. You can steal possessions by doing that, especially yeah. at those after timeouts. All of a sudden, if I'm coming out of a timeout and you kind of, I'm Miami and all of a sudden I see this one-three-one. not that they're not going to be prepared for it. They're going to be prepared for it. But he, the willingness to do that, that's how you advance. And, if, and they haven't had to go to it, but they got it, like you said.
8: Yeah, they got It's if, in the package. Yeah, right? if
2: nothing else, just to change the rhythm up of the game, too. Like if Miami if, starts popping if the ball with all around. These
8: guards, I'm thinking in my mind, yeah. okay, we, like Wong could go crazy. Nigel Pack can go 7 for 10 from 3. Right. We could really struggle. They're small, they're going to spread us out. They got Sonogo running all over the place. Yep. Just stick him in the middle of the zone if you have to, where he doesn't have to move and he can just protect the paint. And now you can find the shooters and just mark them up, and you're not chasing. You know, it's there. Yeah. Will they have to pull it out? I don't know.
4: They, they use it against Marquette, too. They went 2-3. Again, two three
8: Marquette, Marquette keeps you on the run. It, yeah. yeah. Like, when you're playing those teams that kind of get you on the run and you just need to keep people in front of you and know where they are, they've got something for that. I thought
2: the big thing, too, was offensively caravan playing more three and then Jackson at the four, like no you alluded question. to. And then whenever they do that, and I used this line last week when we were in Las Vegas, but it's he turned – he turned – them backing up into the paint from a stop sign into a runway. Yeah. Because now, like, it's really hard to guard guys if they're backing up and then they come at you with full speed. Andre Jackson started to do that. They've also done some things where Sonogos putting it on the deck, fellas. That's 6'9", 200. He's putting it on the deck. And then you put Jackson down in the dunker, and he's forcing help. And people don't want to come off those shooters. I think a lot of it, to go along with losing their identity, figuring out how to make Jackson effective when teams are specializing their defense against what he does. Now, I think that is big that time, too. All that being
8: said, we've seen Kimball Walker. Yeah. We've seen Peyton Steven, Russ Smith. I coached Trey Burke. I saw it up close and person. Like, when you have guards that can just dominate a game, which Shabazz Miami has, Napier, Shabazz, Shabazz, Shabazz yeah. Boatwright, so and Napier, the scary not, not I understand why Randolph would say what he said because Miami's got a couple dudes that can just dominate the game at a spot where you can't – if okay. you're bringing the ball up the court, you can't deny a guy that already has the ball. Well, they <laughs> okay. got three guys. Me, and they got dude, three of them. Let me ask
4: you guys this. When it comes to those guards, like, how are you, if you're UConn and you look at what this team has, you look at Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack and Wuga Poplar and Jordan Miller, and they also got Norchad in there, what, what's the first thing you're trying to stop? Like, how do you go about game planning to slow them down when you know at the end of the day it's probably just going to be like, you got to stop them one on one? What do you do first, seal? You're going the ball.
2: I think that's a, it's really going to come down to nut cutting time. Guard the freaking ball, and, nut cutting time. And and here's the thing too: Miami's beat teams in different ways this year. We we've seen them play when they when they beat the brakes off of Duke and Coral Gables, the ball was swinging from side to side, and they were able to do it that way. Whenever they have to win games uh, at the end of regulation, they have multiple dudes that can create. How do you stop them? One. I think O'Meara is a giant key to this game. He controlled the boards in their last game. I mean, what do you have, eight defensive, seven offensive? Like, this guy, he gives them extra opportunities. He ended up with 14 re- 12 or 14 rebounds in the Elite Eight game. But the problem is, it wasn't just the fact that he had 12 rebounds. It was the other seven or eight that he tipped out for offensive rebound opportunities. It was those things. If you control Omir, I think it cuts those second-chance opportunities off. For some difficult shots at Miami, they take difficult shots. Don't give them two difficult shots because they'll hit one of them. They're going to make them. Yes, they're they, they, going to make they, them. They take and at, least, make at least if shots. not on the first time, then on the second time. And if you take them away off the offensive glass, it makes it substantially more difficult. I think you guys just got to come
9: out and be physical. They've got to be physical. Isaiah Wong has to feel that physicality. We're going to get a test early in the game. How is this game going to be officiated? Right? There's, there's no consistency no, with officiating. None. Ever. In the hey, the I'm not, me, I'm not knocking the officials. That. Listen, the officials now, they love me. They all come up and they hug me. They think I'm the greatest guy in the world now because I'm not over there stomping my feet yelling at them. But how's this game going to be riffed? Is that
4: what you Were, were you a foot stomper?
9: Yeah. Oh, I was a big foot stomper. Yeah, argue every call. <laughs> that, that didn't really bode well for me. Now they see me over there doing television. They want to come over and give me a hug. But I just think, how's the game going to be officiated? Because if they're going to let them play, then you guys got to come out and be very, very physical, especially with
8: Wong early in the game. That's right. And, here, and here's the challenge is, because my first initial thought was saying, get them off the three-point line. Connecticut's been great at that all season long, uh, oh, defending yeah. the three. However, they only made two threes last game against Texas. They shot 32 free throws, to your point. Yep. So what makes them hard is you can get them off the line, but they, got, they can find a matchup and exploit you, and now you're in recovery, and now they're at the free throw line, and they're a really good free throw shooting team. Uh, so I think guarding them without fouling Probably becomes the most important thing. I think you guys has enough length. How do you match up to contest the threes? Is that's going to be a challenge? That's the hard because we all know like Long's great. Nigel Pack can go nuts. Jordan and Jordan Miller, Miller goes nine for nine. Coach L is great at he's he's going to yeah, find Waldo, though. right? Like yep, where's Waldo? And so they're going they're going to be <laughs> in search great? of <laughs> yeah. you know that's Where, the, where's the, Waldo? The weak guy. Fender? You remember uh, the I game? Know, right? I know. Yeah.
4: Are you still attacking?
8: So Caribay was the guy early. He's gotten better. He's gotten a lot better. Um, and I think playing Naeem Aline has helped their perimeter defense a ton because Calcaterra sat in the middle when they struggled. They played sure. Ali more, and they got back to that identity. But with George Miller, I mean, he's 6'6". He's, like well, Andre Jackson can only guard on one George of them. Mason plenty. He can only guard one of them. And, and Naeem Aline can only guard one of the other ones. There's still a third dude yeah. <laughs> with Some a Wong or Miller or a pack. You know, who's going to guard the other? And Klingon and Sunogo being at the rim because I think they could funnel them and just yep. challenge at the rim, and those guys cannot foul. Easier said than done, but I think that's kind of the formula for them. And if you struggle, like I said, shoot, go one, three, one. You know what? Throw you're
9: it at. out there. Just yep. throw it out there. Throw it out
4: there. Throw it out there. Yeah, yeah that's where I'm at with the two. Um, and Matt. I want to ask you guys this because I think one of the hardest things to do. Is you didn't? Hey, listen why? Listen why? Listen why? You he played spent it, too much time with you're, you. You were at, at Clemson. You don't have a party. You're here of this to look good today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Just smile. So,
8: and I'm blinks. just a pretty face at this point. <laughs>
4: when you when you get to the Final Four, there's a level of celebration, feeling like you achieved something. Right? It's like we came out of our region, we cut down nets, we won something. How hard is it to then turn your focus into? But wait, we we got two more games. Like our goal was to get here, but it Like we're not done yet. So I mean, you you won two titles yeah. with, with Florida. You made it to the national championship game with Trey Burke. You both won after winning something, if that makes sense, Matt. How do you how do you go about refocusing your team?
9: It's interesting you say that because I, I talked a lot about this yesterday on ESPN West Palm because being down in South Florida with, Netflix, and, uh, with uh,
4: ESPN West Palm. Yeah. I, I live in West, West yeah. Palm. I, live I, live in West West I don't live ESPN in West Palm. West I don't live <laughs> in West Palm. But
9: <laughs> with what FAU's done, this is what I talked about, and Coach knows this. They beat us in the Elite Eight. I still don't think uh, Treg Burke has missed a shot since then.
6: <laughs> and but
9: we had gone to four straight Elite Eights, and we're playing Dayton in Memphis to go to the Final Four, and it was almost like, all right, we did it. You know, yeah. and this is this is way after the back-to-back national champ. I mean, that team was so focused and so locked in, but which team that's here remains that focus? because there's a total different level of distractions. Once you get here, you're here right. earlier, there's more media, there's more attention, right? You're, your first couple rounds, you're just dealing with your local media. Now, all of a sudden, you see Will Bond walking in the room, or whoever it may be from ESPN that you've grown up watching. Whoever. There's a whole different level of distractions. There's more gear. There's more... T- who stays focused? I think it's more... Not, not to, huh, we've achieved it, we've gotten here. Who stays focused and gets it done? That, that Who can block out... And they're good distractions, But you got to be able to block them out because it's different. You get to the arena today and you're shooting intro videos and your smoke and there's all this, all the stuff that you did back in September, right, to prepare for the season. Now you got to do it again here at the Final Four. So who (laughs) blocks all that out and
8: just goes out there and plays? Yeah, the the logistics of it become right important. This is where your support staff they they got to be on point because they're driving guys to shoot the smoke screen, the green screen, the videos. You really get. A practice before you leave, because Tuesday was probably off, right? After you got done with last weekend, Wednesday's your your good practice before you leave, because you got, you know, Monday, Tuesday, you're just getting guys refreshed, like recover rehab, refreshed. And on campus,
9: and everybody's, and everybody's going them nuts them on are. campus.
8: Wednesday's your day to like practice, and Thursday, when you head down here, you know, now the open practices. I mean, that's just a glorified shoot around, autographs, all the stuff, and so in those film sessions in the ballrooms those walkthroughs you know you can't go long but they have to be so locked in so focused guys got to make sure sh- you got to make sure they're fed like your ops guys are support team because you just can't have them thinking about anything else for the 45 minutes you're in the room um because there's so much other stuff going on and they got to be fresh to play the game right? even because the, even, that's the most important things the yeah. game's saturday night we got to have our legs, we got to have our minds, we got to have our focus, and, and you want them fresh to be able to go into game time. Yep. Even families,
9: tickets. Who's that's, coming? That's one of the biggest distractions. Like what? That's what people don't like, talk about.
8: Is family. They're all, they're all anxious about getting their people tickets. How are they going to get here? Mean, Where are they staying? Yeah, that's I, a real I, thing. I mean, that's. That's a real thing. How how do you go about doing that? Do you just get
4: a room block in one of these hotels? Is that what it is? A lot of schools will have a room block. They're, they're not cheap by
9: no, any means, no. but a lot of schools have a room block, and you still only get a certain amount of tickets. So it's your parents, really, maybe your grandparents, but it, it stresses the players out. Yeah. There's a level of
8: stress that they're going through. Like, I don't know who to put on my list. We're who am I going to upset? And, you know? and so you give them windows. Like, all right, fellas, like your family can come to the lobby. You can't leave the hotel. But like, as long as they know they have some freedom, because they're sitting in the film room thinking about when can I see my uncle, cousin, mom, or like I got to tell somebody that can come to the game, can't come to the game. So you try to give them these pockets and windows where they have their time to do their thing, to operate within the confines of our focus and our, and our preparation. Yep.
4: All right, let's talk Florida Atlantic here. Yeah, finally. Let's go. Florida Atlantic. <laughs> FAU? No. Yeah, what are we, we doing? Hey, oh, the, the good thing is... We're waiting so long. This show.
7: We're not even talking <laughs> FAU. FAU. There's
2: only four minutes left in this show. That's the reason oh. he's doing it now. What do,
7: you,
4: what do you want to talk about, T.O.? No, no. I'm
2: Florida no, Atlantic is just the about... All right, I don't want to talk anymore. It's no longer the Bill of 68. We a field
4: T.O. What do you want to talk No, no, no. I want to talk about FAU. Florida Atlantic. What do they have
2: to do to beat San Diego State? You know what's crazy is... Every time they go up against this big physical team, I'm thinking, man, they're just going to beat them up because they're smaller. No, sir. John L. Davis, like he's a four man in a guard's body who boards, he attacks the rim. That what do they have to do? Just more of the same. I, I mean, they have been effective no matter who they play. They spread it out. I, I think Golden is like the he's perfect. Key in this he, game. he is he perfect is big in this game because it, he plays his role. He doesn't need too much, and at the same time, he's efficient. Like they just have so many different guys that can make something happen. Big fan of what Dusty May's done, obviously. But John L. Davis, he's really that guy that can get he can get loose and get 20 to 25, and they're going to need him to because against San Diego State, has to be some individual playmaking. Yeah. Right? So he's that guy that needs to have a big game to go along with some complimentary shot making and things like that. But he's that guy, change of pace, get to the cup, change of pace, use his body because he's strong. He's a guy that can compete physically yeah. with whoever they throw at him.
9: Yeah. Listen, we only got three minutes left. Hopefully we carve out like 15 tonight for FAU so I can get on a little bit of FAU soapbox. Oh, well, we will. But we will. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, you know hey, I, 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 I. we're going ISO we're, here, listening. I'm with T.O. I'm with you. I think Vlad Golden's huge in this game, right? But I think FAU's prepared to play a team like this. Listen, North Texas is going to slow the game down. They beat North Texas twice. So they've played this similar style of play. Now, I think San Diego State, obviously their depth They play nine guys between 15 and 28 minutes in a game, so the depth can wear on you a little bit. They can't play distracted. If they go into the under-8 timeout and the score is 8-6, to don't be distracted. What's been so impressive about FAU in this tournament is they've always had a run. They've always had a run in these games. They've always had a run, so they're going to need a run. But I think early on in this game, getting the ball inside to Vlad Golden, who was outstanding in their
8: last game. He's had some big games. That will alleviate some pressure and try to get to the foul line. Yeah, I, I think this. The, one of the things that people haven't talked about with FAU is they're a really good offensive rebounding team. they were really good. Like really they good. get to the glass, they've been double figure offensive rebounds the whole tournament, and something that goes missing because when you're up against these physical teams, they fly in there, sneak in there, and get an easy putback. It you know it settles you down. It's like if you're struggling for points, yes. somebody gets a tip in a putback. So if they stay on the offensive glass like they have been. Like, they can find some of those garbage buckets, you know, just some of the, some of those points that, that are unexpected. Because you know John L. Davis is going to show up. Like, yes. he's, he's been doing that the whole tournament. But that, you know, 14 points, second chance points – is a key for them to stick around, stay in it, or calm themselves down if they're struggling. No question. Well, listen, I'm not going to make you guys make official predictions
4: right now. We're going to be doing that later, probably Friday night. Later on tonight, 8 until 10 p.m. Central Time, 9 to 11 Eastern Time, we are going to be at the Bayou Music House. That is where they're hosting the three-point shootout and the dunk competition for, uh, I think it's on ESPN. We're going to be there 9 to 11 p.m. We're going to be at the Intersports Party, guys. There's going to be a open bar. We're going to have our wristbands. There may or may not be beverages consumed. I Are might they have McCa- this over there? I might make Matt McCall take a <laughs> shot of Hornitas tequila. Uh, but listen, we'll be back nine o'clock, uh, eight o'clock tonight. It will actually be the field of 68 after dark instead of the field of 68 afternoon for Laval Jordan, for Matt McCall, for Terrence Oglesby, for Greg Waddell, for Carter Elliott, for Randolph Childress. We're not talking about John. Uh, John. Fanta and Jeff (laughs) Glimman right now, producer Degan Hughes. This has been the Field of 68 Afternoon.